Good evening, my uh, podcasters. This is Juan Benalafon to the Scope um, SDA. My pleasure to be here with you tonight. We've been talking about, the last podcast, we talked about spiritual abuse and and um, bullying. I think both of them are associated uh, because you cannot, you don't have to physically bully somebody to be a bully. You, there's a lot of forms of being bullying. There's a system of being bullying. There's a verbal way of being bullying. There's a manipulative way of being bullying um, and abusive. To me, bullying and abusive is the same. It's the same thing, leads to the same thing. Um, there's a lot of forms of being bully and abused. And before we start, um, let's pray. Heavenly Father, now that we are on the subject of abuse, may you give us insight and knowledge on this and tell us what do you think about um, situation about bullying and, and abuse and spiritual abuse and all kinds of abuse. Could be mental, physical, verbal, uh, manipulative. Could be so many kinds of abuse. So enlighten us this evening, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. So we, we've been taught to, to get a foundation of what we were talking about. We've been talking about um, 1 Samuel chapter 1, verse 1, uh, um, and until verse 8. And we were talking about Hannah and Panina. How Panina, um, let's analyze this for a minute. How Panina got into the head of Anna. The Bible says that year after year, so that means day after day, month after month, week after week, uh, Panina would um, get under under Hannah's skin because Hannah couldn't have children, and Panina thought because she had children and she was married to Alkina that she had it all. Now. In what ways were Anna, Hannah being abused? She was being abused mentally. Um, it's not easy being abused mentally. It takes a toll on you, uh, especially when someone else knows that you have a problem, that there's something wrong with you, that you're not up to par with their level. And that's what Hannah' um, problem was. Her rival, the Bible says, Panina, would take advantage of that, and I'm pretty sure would tell her, "Aha, you know, I can have children. You can't have children. God doesn't love you. God doesn't care about you. Uh, God doesn't. God has not um, approved you, or God doesn't accept you. You know, there's a lot of forms." of being bullied and and abusive at the same time. And these are harsh words to a person who already have um, a defect that they can't have children. So 
it could be not only children that they, you know, it could be any defect that you may have that someone else knows and they might use that defect to hurt you, to hurt you. And that's a low blow. When when somebody tries to take your defect or your problem to try to hurt you and try to uh, abuse you. Um, you got to have a strong mind to deal with these situations, especially when the problem is at home. When the problem is at home, um, Anna's problem was at home. It wasn't it wasn't in the school, it wasn't at the church, it was it wasn't in the neighborhood, it was at home. It was at home that she was having this problem. And somebody that she would see every single day. You know, how to deal with this, how to deal with an abusive, manipulating system person, bullying. How to deal with that? How, what does the Bible say about that? Um, you know, Hannah had to deal with this for a long, long time. And it got to a point that she couldn't take it no more. You know, she could not take it no more. And it got to a point that she would not eat or drink. And she would cry and enter into a state of depression she entered into a psychological um, psychological trauma in her head and she she was you know she was she was in bad shape Hannah was in bad shape the toll that these abuse take on other people it depends on the person who is if the person is strong in this case will be Hannah. She was very strong, but came to a point that she couldn't take it no more. And instead of committing suicide, she went to the house of God to pray. And sometimes we need to learn to pray. We need to take our difficulties, our burdens, our situations to God. You may not you may think that God doesn't listen. You may not think you may think that God has forgotten about you. You may think all these things, but the Bible says that God is near the brokenhearted. And he comforts them. Now, Hannah, with all these problems that were going on in her house, I'm pretty sure she lost a couple of weight. I'm pretty sure she was very depressed. I'm pretty sure she was carrying a burden, didn't know what to do. And I'm pretty sure she was being bullied by this woman and being bullied and abused by her every single day. Any chance she can get to take advantage to bully her, she would. Abuse can take a number of forms, uh, physical, verbal, emotional, psychological, psychological, sexual, etc. But any form of abuse is opposed to the ruling principle of God's kingdom, unselfish love. An abusive person does not know love 
and does not know God. So in this case, what Panina was going doing to Hannah, it didn't seem like she knew God's love. It didn't seem like she knew God's love because in God's kingdom, love is the one is the ruling power in God's kingdom. An abusive person does not know love and does not know God. It's in the Bible. 1 John 4, 7, 8 says, Beloved, let us love one another. For love is of God. And everyone who loves is born of God and knows God. He who does not love does not know God, for God is love. Now, the Bible forbids physical and verbal abuse, spouse abuse. Um, it's in the Bible in Colossians chapter 3, verse 19. In the New International Version, husbands, love your wife and do not be harsh with them. Do not be harsh with them. You know, the word harsh, sometimes the way we speak to somebody, sometimes the way we act towards somebody, is it could be a harsh form of acting towards that person. It could be a harsh form of what we say to that person. We must be careful in the way that we present ourselves to a person who's already hurting, who's already in a state of psychologically depressed, in a state of um, emotionally unbalanced. And we must also with our wives be very careful how we talk to her because a woman is not like a man. A woman is very sensitive, very delicate, um, and very, very special. Persons given to verbal abuse reveal their true selves in their words. It's in the Bible. Proverbs 13.3 says, He who guards his lips guards his life, but he who speaks rashly will come to ruin. Violence is a characteristic of unfaithful. It's in the Bible, Proverbs 13.2. A man shall eat well by the fruit of his mouth, but the soul of the unfaithful feeds on violence. Listen to that. But the soul of the unfaithful feeds, feeds on violence. The person who is bullying is feeding off of the weakness of the person who is being bullied. An abusive husband or abusive person feeds off of the weakness of the person, the other person. And that is not good. That is not good. Panina was being very abusive with Hannah and very bullying with Anna. And it can take us, it took her to the brink and Hannah couldn't take it no more. And instead of, like I said, instead of committing suicide, but not everybody does what Hannah does. There comes the point that people 
commit suicide because they can't take it no more. It's so much to abuse that they have taken. You know, I I know, I know someone that was being that was um, abused for forty years, verbally abused for forty years. You know, and it gets to a point that they either they don't commit suicide, but they live with this abuse for so long that they get used to it. And once the person is gone, they need to hear those words because they got so much, they are so much into that abusive stage that it becomes a necessity for them to hear those words of the person who is abusing them. And some people commit suicide, like I said, In Hannah's case, she didn't commit suicide because she knew, she knew God. On the other hand, Panina did not know God because if you know God, you don't abuse somebody. And this, this is also in the church. We find so many members in the church. We find so many members in the church that are also being abused. that are also being abused by other members. And it's sad to say, but it's the truth. It's sad to say, but it is the truth. We gotta try to stay away from those people, you know? Anyway, so violence is the characteristics of our unfaithful. Like we read, Proverbs 13, 2, it says, A man shall eat well by the fruit of his mouth, but the soul of the unfaithful feeds on the violence. Hannah Hannah took her problems to God. Some people can't do that. Some people end it. End it. Some people live with the abuse. And they start believing what the other person is saying about them. We are not to admit, I, we are not to admire violent p- persons or patterns in our life after them. The Bible says in Proverbs 3.31, Do not envy a violent man or choose any of his ways. God forbid incest, one form of sexual abuse, uh, Leviticus 18.6, no one is to approach any close rel- relative to have sexual relationship. That's another thing that um, we find also um, sexual sexual abuse within within the home. Also, victims of abuse often feel guilty like if they have done something to provoke their abuser or that they somehow deserve the abuse they receive. Now, I want to read this part here, that they deserve, that they somehow deserve the abuse of the receiver. It becomes so, becomes so knocked into their head that they say to themselves, I believe, I, I believe I deserve this because of, you know, whatever circumstance it is. 
they they start to believe those things. And abusers are often skillful at making their victims feel responsible. But no one deserves to be abused by another. Abusers are responsible for their own choices and action. The Bible offers comfort to those who feel this way. I know maybe I don't know you, my friend that's listening to me, but I want to tell you something. If you are being abused, if you are somehow physically, emotionally, psychologically, um, sexually being abused, my advice to you is break the chain of command. Do something about it. Change the pattern. Hannah, change the pattern. For those who want to change the pattern, instead of committing suicide, she changed the pattern and she went and she looked for help. Not only did she look for help, but she unloaded her burden into God's hands. And you might say, well, that sounds like a fairy tale. No. God is near the brokenhearted, like I told you earlier. God listens to the woman. God knows what you're going through. God knows your situation. Break out of it. You have the power. You you probably say, no, I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't do it. Yes, you can. You have to believe in yourself. And you have to get out of that cycle of being abused. Don't let no one abuse you verbally. Don't let no one tell you that you can't do this, do that. Don't let no one tell you that that you are no good. Don't let no one tell you otherwise. You need to get out of that. And if you haven't learned to pray and you're in this situation, the time is now to learn to pray. The time now is to learn to give your burdens upon God. Why will you continue carrying your burdens? God will do for you what you cannot do for yourself. And if you don't have that close friend to talk to because you don't trust nobody, God wants you to come to him the way you are. And he says, come boldly to the throne of grace. Well, you will find mercy. And he's inviting you. Come boldly. Let's talk. Talk to me about your problems. Tell me what's going on. I want to know. I want to solve your problems. I want to help you out. I want to free you. I want to make you happy. I want to make you smile. I want to wipe your tears away from your eyes. I want to... Mend that broken heart in you. I will, I want to not, to free you from this abusive pattern that you're in. Let me help you. That's what God is saying. Let me help you. Let me help you. But you need to come to me so I can help you. The Bible offers comforts, comfort, not guilt for the victims of abuse. In the Bible, in Psalms 1, uh, 91, 1 through 16, says this. 
He who dwells in secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. You see, under the shadow of the Almighty, God wants to protect you. I will say, O Lord, He is my refuse. He is my fortress, my God. In Him, I will trust. God wants you to trust in Him. If you are going through this stage of abuse, if you're going through some kind of psychological problem right now, my friend that's listening, if, 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 you, if you are dealing with something right now in your life, God wants you, He wants to be your fortress. He wants to um, have you under His wings. He wants to be your refuge. My God, and, and he wants you to trust in him. Surely he shall, surely he shall deliver you from the snares of the followers and from the parallels pestilence. He shall cover you with his feathers and under his wings you shall take refuse. Run, run to Jesus. Run to God. Break the cycle. You can do it. He's waiting for you. He's waiting for you to tell him your problems. Go to him. He wants to be, he wants you to be under his wings. He wants to be your fortress. He wants to be your refuge. He wants to protect you, but he wants you to trust him. His truth shall be your shield and buckle. You shall not be afraid of terror by night, and you won't be afraid of anyone else that tries to abuse you because you, nor, nor the arrow that flies by day, nor the pestilence that walks in the darkness, nor the destruction that lays waste on noonday. A thousand may fall at your side, ten thousands at your right side, but it shall never come near you. God won't let no one ever again hurt you. God won't let no one ever again abuse you. God won't let anyone ever again put their hands on you. But you need to go to God. If you have not had a relationship with God and you're going through this situation right now that you're going through, my friend that listens to me, because I'm pretty sure whoever listens to this podcast, I'm pretty sure one or another is going through some kind of abuse might be psychological, sexual, it might be verbally, it might be emotional, it might be at work, it might be at home, it might be at school, it might be any kind or anywhere. But God wants to have a relationship with you. God wants to be your therapist. He wants to be your doctor. He wants to mend your broken heart. He wants you to trust him because you have made the Lord your refuge. Even the Most High, your dwelling place, no evil shall be for you. No, nor shall any plague come near your dwelling. For he shall give his angels charge over you to keep you in all your ways. And in their hands, they shall bear you up. Least you dash your foot against a stone. You shall tread under upon the lion and the cobra, the young lion and the serpent shall trample under your feet. Why? Because he has set his love upon me. Therefore, I will deliver him. 
I will set him on high because he has known my name. Because you have gone to the Lord. All these benefits are for you. Protection, fortress, no evil will come upon you. No one will ever do anything bad to you again. But you need to come to God. You need to come to Jesus. He shall call upon me and I will answer him. He shall knock and I will open the door. He shall look and I will open the and I he will find me. When the Bible says he, it means general, him and her. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. With long life, I will satisfy him and show him my salvation. I will be satisfied him and show him my salvation. My friend that listens to me, let me tell you. God is making an open invitation to you tonight. God wants you to come to him with all your problems, with all your burdens, with all your abusiveness, with all that is hindering you right now. God wants to be your friend. He wants to be your salvation. He wants to be your hero. He wants to listen to your problems. He wants you to tell him your problems. He wants you to cast your burdens upon him. He wants you to, to know that he is here for you in the time of trouble. And he wants you <coughs> and he wants you to know that he loves you. Eventually abusers will get their due. Proverbs 12:19 says, Romans 12:19 says, "Beloved, do not do not avenge yourself, but rather give place but rather give place to wrath, for it is written, vengeance is mine, I will repay, repay, says the Lord. Leave that in God's hands. Change your pattern. Go to God with your problems. Don't try to solve your problems yourself because you can't do it. Go to God with your problems. With God's protection and blessing, we are safe and can sleep without fear. God wants you to be happy. God wants you to be joyful. God wants you to to praise his holy name. If you are in a burden, if you are being abused, if you are in a situation, there is no way in the world that you can praise God. God needs to take all that away from your heart and give you a peaceful heart in order so you can be appreciated and so that you can praise his holy name. It's Proverbs 3, 24, 26 says, When you lie down, you will not be afraid. Yes, you will, you will lie down. Your sleep will be sweet. Do not be afraid of sudden terror, nor of the trouble from the wicked when it comes. For the Lord will be your confidence and will keep your foot, your foot from being caught. How many say amen to that? Blessed be the name of the Lord. Jesus came to the world for abused victims. 
Isaiah 61.1 says, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because the Lord has anointed me to preach good tidings to the poor. Those poor people who are struggling and going through difficult. And not only physically, but poor people who are spiritually poor. People who are spiritually poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted. You see, my friend, that are, that that's being that is in a burden a situation right now. God has sent Jesus to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captive, and the opening in the prisons to those who are bonded, bonded with burdens, bonded with 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 situations that can't get out. They feel they're in a prison. Hannah felt like she was in a prison and she needed liberty. She needed to to for someone to heal that broken heart. She needed that peace in her heart. You're not alone. Hebrews 13:5 says, "Let your conduct be without covetousness. Be content with such things as you have, for he himself has said, I will never leave you or forsake you. My brother and sister, they're listening to me. I want to tell you, my friend, go to God the way you are. God wants to do so many things in your life today. Today, you can break the chain of command. You can break the chain of the pattern. Today, Instead of committing suicide, instead of giving up, instead of just drinking your life away or doing drugs because you can't solve your problems, break that chain of command and go to God with your problems. May God bless you. And I hope that you can find the peace, the liberty, the happiness, and the praise to praise our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. I want to pray for you. Heavenly Father, thank you, Lord, that if someone listens to this podcast, that they may find what they're looking for in their answer to get out of the pattern of abuse. You know why this podcast was done tonight. There is no need for me to explain, but you know why this podcast was done. May you bless it, Holy Spirit, and may you put it in the ears that needs to be put in. In Jesus' name, amen. Good night, everybody.